Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine. We invite you to join us as we take a deeper look into the stories and ministries highlighted in Christian Living Magazine. Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight. I'm Sandy Jones, the host of this show and publisher of Christian Living Magazine, a 501c3 nonprofit ministry. This show has been made possible by a generous grant that we received so that we could come to you each week and take a deeper dive into the stories and ministries you'll find in Christian Living Magazine. I am so excited to have one of our newest writers, Doug Hansen of Christian Wealth Management and his partner, let's see if I can butcher your name, Ryan Diamisis. Did I say it right? It's very close. Diamisi. Oh, Diamisi. Oh, the S is silent. Okay. Mm-hmm. Joining me today, Doug and Ryan, thank you so much. Thanks yeah, for having you're welcome. Us. It's great. Great to be here. Thank you for the invite, Sandy. Absolutely. How are you guys doing today? Yeah, we're excited. We're excited about being here and excited about being able to share what is passionate what we're passionate about. Yeah. The weather's nice outside. Had coffee. <laughs> Good company. Hey. The weather is nice. We should ask the studio about like maybe mics up on the roof because they like I think they have a rooftop patio or something. Mm-hmm. That would yeah. be cool. And plus we Ryan and I just finished a business trip to Phoenix. We just got back <laughs> yesterday and it was hundred and three degrees down there. So mm-hmm. so the weather is nice here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think today it's supposed to be eighty three, something yeah. like that. So cool. Yeah. So Doug, you write our biblically responsible investing column. Can you tell us what is biblically mm-hmm. responsible investing? Yeah, no, that's a good question, Sandy. And we feel a lot of our responsibilities is education and so biblical responsible investing as the name suggests is investing according to biblical values and a key verse we like to use is proverbs 3 9 it says honor the lord with your wealth and we believe that encourages us to honor the lord in all aspects of our wealth obviously would include tithing and other things but including how we build our wealth and especially in america where we focus on self-sufficiency yeah. um, as it relates to building wealth, uh, we can easily neglect making God a priority in, in our investments. So, so Proverbs 3.9 is a key verse. Matthew 25 and the parable of the talents. You know, you're familiar with the story. This, this master gives one servant five talents, gives another servant two talents, gives another servant one. The master goes away. He comes back. The one he gave five talents to made five talents more. The master was very happy. The one he gave two talents to made two talents more, and the master was very happy. The one that he gave one talent to buried it and didn't grow, and the master came back to put it mildly. He was not happy happy with it. So I, I think there is a, a lesson here that we are to be good stewards of whatever resource the Lord has given to us, and that means investing in companies and honoring the Lord, but also seeking to to make competitive returns and make the, the money grow. And I think biblically responsible investing can offer that. That's cool. So so how do you decide what companies to invest in? Ryan, can you help us with that? Yeah, I can. Um, it's a good question. Kind of piggybacking on what Doug was saying. Biblically responsible investing is us opening the door to allowing God to work through um, an avenue we don't normally think through. God working through in our lives, which is our investments. And so there's different screening tools available. The A free online uh, screening tool is inspireinsight.com. That's cool. Um, so again, it's inspireinsight.com. The resource, if you go to the top of the website, you can type in uh, a ticker symbol or uh, a stock that you own, 
and uh, it will assign a negative score. I'll refer to that as, as dirty um, or a positive score, and I'll refer to that as clean. And then you'd be able to find out there if you have a mutual fund or stock within investments. You can dive in deeper to see why the score is what it is. So um, just kind of briefly going through uh, a negative score means a company's products um, and or philanthropic endeavors probably don't match our values. So the website allows us to investigate what areas are causing a negative score. Uh, Typical areas of concern uh, include promoting addiction through the production and or distribution of of things like pornography, alcohol, tobacco, gambling, and cannabis. Uh, So just a quick note on that. So I've done this since 2013 and When I started doing this, we defined biblically responsible investing as anything that was clear biblical issues. So you look at the Bible text, and we don't want to try to make rash decisions on what's gray. We want to see what's black and white. And so looking at those four or five topics, pornography, pornography is a clear biblical issue. Uh, Looking at alcohol, tobacco, gambling, cannabis, those things would be more gray areas. But what I have found over the last eight years of doing this is that most people understand the value of investing in companies or that are trying to see humans flourish versus so meaning excluding the alcohol component to it because it can cause up. somebody to stumble. Yeah, and, and most um, users and most of the profits come from people that are heavily addicted to those substances. So, where you know me and Doug may have a beer. It's most of the money in the alcohol business is not coming from from you guys from us, yeah. <laughs> so that's a clear distinction that I want to make is that that I wouldn't say that's a clear biblical issue, but we have noticed that a lot of families we work with care deeply about wanting to see our the identity that we have in Christ, which is to be a slave to nothing except to um, our Savior. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I'll just add to that, Sandy. Uh, one of the other areas that we screen is on the abortion products, and that's near and dear to my heart. We we don't we don't we don't want to be making money off of companies that are making money off of abortion because if you are, then in essence you're cheering for abortions because you're making more money. Yep. And I don't think that's where the Lord wants well, us. And they hide that a lot because they know that it's such a sensitive subject. So yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, so. I, I love that. I had not I had not heard of inspireinsight.com. So that's that's a cool tool yeah. to know. I encourage you yeah. to check it out. Yeah. And and going uh, adding to that, um, another thing. So we're right now we've mostly talked through how companies are producing profits. And there's another component which is what the companies are doing with their profits in terms of donations. Yep. So what causes are they supporting and things like that. So that's another area to that we dive into with uh, our investments is not only how companies produce a profit, but how are they... What they do with that money. Yeah, what they're yeah. doing with it, vote. exactly. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. As, as a consumer, I often vote with my dollars. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. is biblically responsible investing only about companies we don't invest in? No, that's a good, good question. It's more... Biblically responsible investing is more than avoiding what we call sin stocks. That's what we just just talked about. I think there's a real mandate for us to love our neighbor, and we don't real often think of that is how we invested and what that investment money do. So 
We can invest in companies that treat their workforce, their suppliers, environment with care, produce products that we like to use the word promote human flourishing, very yeah. broad term, and contribute to society in other in uplifting ways. I just think of, there's one example I like to share. There's a medical research company that is investing, um, trying to um, research to a non-invasive colonoscopy. And... For those of us who's had colonoscopies, that's a very enticing idea. Yep. But, but think more broadly than that. Think of people that are in third world countries don't even, would not even have access to traditional colonoscopies. Just think how we can love our neighbor even in that simple way. Absolutely. And so for me, it really expands the whole idea, man. Through what the Lord has blessed me with, I can invest and I can be impacting people around the world yep. um, in a positive way. In ways that we don't always think about. Yeah. 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 And then in Ephesians 2.10, it says, we are God's handiwork and we're prepared to do good works. I think often what do we, you know, we don't think good works is how can we invest and do good things. Um, and so, again, we, we want to look at companies that are good to their employees, good to suppliers, good to its customers, good to its communities. They promote products that improve lives. And again, as Ryan said, their philanthropic initiatives benefit lives. So that's all. So biblical responsibility has a negative side, but a very positive side. And I think both need to be included in what we, how we want to steward what the Lord has blessed us with. Absolutely. Absolutely. I had never heard of biblically responsible investing before you started writing for us. So why is that? Yeah, I'll just start and then I'll just, Ryan I'll jump in here. But it started about 25 years ago. There was a financial advisor who was going to pastors, encouraged them to invest for retirement. These are really non small, non denominational churches. And these pastors said, "Hey, I don't want to be investing in companies that I'm that make money off of products that I'm preaching against. I don't want to be, you know, I'm preaching against pornography, abortion." And so this got this financial advisor going. He started creating uh, mutual funds that screened companies using a screening to create these. And it's just kind of grown since then, really taken off in the last 10 or 15 years. And I'll let Ryan yeah. um, talk more about that. Yeah. Yeah, though, though it began in the 90s, really over the last, I mean, since I've done been doing this the last dozen years, we've seen a huge awareness of biblically responsible investing um, and we've also seen a lot more resources become available. And I think technology plays a, into effect with that. But I also think with investments, I mean, most of the clients I work with, you know, they get their statement once a month. They don't even open it. So, you know, for them to do the research or to being very thoughtful to think through what they own, you know, they're busy with the lives that they have, taking care of their families, working. So... I think a big part of it is now that the investment world's aware of it, and as Christian advisors, we're aware of it, us doing our best to educate families that, you know, their priorities are elsewhere, which makes sense. Well, I so. think a common misnomer, too, is as on the consumer side of this, because yeah. we don't feel like we have any authority to tell our financial planners where to put our money. Mm. And and this gives, through the through the education of your clients yeah oh we have control we can say no don't put us in that mutual fund that's yeah. that's way cool you guys I like yeah, that. yeah no and sandy that's true we have we encourage other advisors saying hey 
start considering the moral aspect of what you're investing. And yeah. it's often a very new concept to yeah. most advisors. So. so so speaking of that, and, and because it is fairly new, 25 years, I mean, I guess if you're, if you're 30, that sounds like ages ago, but yeah. for those of us who aren't, um, that's still fairly new. Um, yeah. And so what are some of the common objections? Because people are always afraid of new. Yeah. Or change. Oh, sure. So what are some of the common objections mm-hmm. that you guys deal with? Yeah. I can uh, attest to not liking change. And in this industry, change happens, I mean, all the time. So I remember when I first heard about it, my first concern learning about biblically responsible investing was performance. Uh-huh. I mean, what do we invest for to get a return on our money? The parable of the talent shows us there's instruction to actually want and desire return for whatever we're postponing for the future. Mm-hmm. I like making a note too, like the parable of the talents. I've used that a lot. I think that that's any resource God has given to us, time, relationships. It's not just money, but we like to use that as an example for money. So performance is, I think, the top concern and the top concern that I have or had learned, first learning about biblically responsible investing. And, you know, surely we would think, if we are going to align our investments with our values, then that means we're not going to get good returns, right? Right. That's yep. a common misconception, <laughs> yeah. I should say. Yeah. Part, part of the common misconception yeah. is you're a Christian, so you better be poor. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, what do we think about when we think about Christian movies? Yeah. Um, not a lot of times. We don't think quality often. So, but anyways, that's not the case. The case is um, actually most of the in stocks that are publicly traded are clean, meaning they don't have any violations that are clear biblical issues. And because of that, there's plenty of of good alternatives out there that provide competitive returns. So a lot lot of opportunity. Yeah, a lot of opportunity. Another concern would be um, diversification. So if we can get good returns, are we taking a lot of risk because we're not well diversified. Uh, and I said, again, the majority of, of companies that are traded in the stock market are considered clean. So really what we've had to navigate the last, or I've had to navigate the last 10 years is finding mutual funds that hold hundreds of different companies, finding those that within those hundred companies that all of them are considered clean. And so over since 2008, I think we've seen a lot of advancement in the mutual fund world, the uh, ETF world that have provided well-diversified, good performance potential um, alternatives that are biblically responsible. So That's cool. And, and are there any spiritual benefits? No, this is something we're excited about, something we've explored. Yeah, I, I think there's a number of things. I think for one thing... Um, and, and increases your commitment to Christ. Mm-hmm. There's certain areas of, we, we turn over to Christ, we don't think of our investments, but if we can turn that over, it's another place he can influence our lives. I think it increases our wisdom and finance. First Corinthians 10, 31 says, whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, do for the glory of God. We don't think of that whatever you do as part as speaking to investments, yeah. but he wants us to do that. And as soon as you do that, start looking at what the Bible says about 
manage your money, you start being more aware of what it says about getting in debt, about being generous and things like that. So it yeah. increases your wisdom in finance. Another is impact on others. The proverbial water cooler. I can be standing around someone and talk about investments, say I'm invested in things that honor the Lord. It opens up potentially a, a whole avenue for discussion, sharing your faith. Plus, if you have children learning about money, them hearing you're investing to glorify God would be a good training tool for them to get thinking about money and the value value of money. So, And then I think it increases our contentment with the money. If you're, in a sense, investing to glorify God, you're turning it over to the Lord. Yeah. Lord is our Heavenly Father, and He will take care of us. So I, I think there's a lot there kind of underneath the surface that can benefit us from a spiritual perspective. And, and finally, and, and increases our conviction not to sin. Let's say I'm investing. I don't want to make money after pornography, but I'm tempted with pornography. That I've already made a decision. I don't want to make money off it. So it should help me live yeah. up to my, my convictions. So yeah. I think that's another benefit. I, do, I, you know, I think you're right. But you know, when, when we state openly what our convictions are, we hold yeah. ourselves more accountable, well, so, or at least yeah. I do. Yeah. So yeah. I'm sorry, Ryan, I interrupted no, you. No, that's a great thought. Yeah, piggybacking off of that, I have found that, you know, growing, I've grown up in the church, and my thought process growing up has always been if I want to be more spiritual, that means, you know, go to church more, pray more, all of these things that I think the world would recognize as more spiritual. But I have noticed that if I take the verse that Doug mentioned seriously and even think through how can my eating and my drinking glorify God, it's like opening the mundane to glorify God. And I think um, an author put it well. She said, when we um, let God into the ordinary day-to-day things, that's where he can be extraordinary. And so any opportunity we can to open the door for God to shine through, I think is another way that we can kind of taste what the kingdom of heaven will look like. And he and he honors that. He yeah. so honors that. When we honor him, you know, I was listening to a pastor on, I was watching a YouTube video the other day with the pastor, and it's a pastor that when I need a swift kick, I look up one of his sermons and, you mm. know, and his, and his comment was, you know, do you take everything to the Lord? I mean, really, do you take everything? Do you talk to, yeah. do you talk to God about what you're going to wear tomorrow? He will honor that and i was just yeah. like you know so when it's something as important as our finances he's gonna honor that that's yeah. awesome so uh, tell us a little bit more about christian wealth management who, how did how did who came up with this idea yeah great question so the story goes uh with robert netsley actually try to call him to get verification on this story i've heard it many times uh over the last 10 years and so he worked at Wells Fargo in the um, private client services department. And one day he's preparing a Bible study on the topic of financial stewardship, and he comes across biblically responsible investing. Um, he starts doing research on that topic within the investments he owns and the investments he's managing for his clients. And he quickly realizes that his values and his clients' values don't align with their investments. He tells a story that he was assuming that that meant he's got to quit and become a missionary. My guess is it was a thought more than it was like a legitimate conversation, but I think we all can relate to when we uncover something, the emotion that that 
provoke. So um, anyways, he did research, found out that there are alternatives out there that are biblically responsible. And in 2011, he decided to leave his job at Wells Fargo and start Christian Wealth Management. Um, I joined him in 2013 in the Willow Glen office that we had. Uh, and then in 2018, I moved here to Boise to open up an office and Doug joined us uh, in 2019. So Doug has been uh, a huge part of um, in, an instrumental role in the Treasure Valley and what God is doing. So for people that want to learn more about Christian Wealth Management, you can visit our website, which, Doug, why don't you say your website? Investfortheglorygod.com. How's that for right up front? I love it. And you yeah. brought such wallflowers. <laughs> wallflowers yes absolutely your shrinking violets yeah yeah yeah. we'll have to explain ryan is young we'll have to explain all of this to him after we're done invest for the glory of god check it out i love it and because of the nature of the content of the show we are required to let you know the following investment advisory services are provided by cwm advisors llc and creative financial designs inc Securities are provided by CFD Investments, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC. CWM Advisors, LLC, are not affiliated with CFD Investments, Inc. The content of this program is for educational and informational purposes only, provides information of a general nature, and does not address the particular circumstances of any individual or entity. You should not construe any such information or materials as legal, tax, investment, or financial advice. Nothing contained in this program constitutes a solicitation, recommendation, endorsement, or offer to buy or sell any securities or other financial products in this or any other jurisdiction in which such activity would be unlawful under the laws of such jurisdiction. For those of you who know me personally, this is way serious. The views expressed in this program are those of the individual presenters and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the CFD companies. All liability with respect to actions taken or not taken based on the content of this program is hereby expressly disclaimed. The contents of this program are provided as is, and although the material is believed to be accurate, no representations are made that the content is error-free. In case our listeners missed it the first time, we're going to say it again. The website again is investfortheglorygod.com. And if you want to check out your own investments, um, that site again was inspireinsight.com. That just really Mm -hmm. intrigues me. So Doug and Ryan, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been really educational for me. That's when, Mm -hmm. when we started talking about this, I told Doug, I said, this is not my strong suit. So, and you guys helped me tremendously to get ready for today, but it's, it's been a lot of fun. Thank you. Folks, that brings our time to an end this week. We do invite you back next week when I promise we'll have another special guest on, someone who will encourage you with hope and inspiration. Until next time, God bless. This has been Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine, where it's our desire to deliver faith, hope, encouragement, and perhaps a new perspective about God's love to our listeners and readers as we showcase the hands and feet of Christ at work in our community and beyond. For more information on today's program, the magazine itself, or to subscribe, go to www.christianlivingmag.com or search Christian Living Magazine on Facebook for an uplifting start to each day. Christian Living Magazine is free to pick up in over 600 locations throughout the Treasure and Magic Valleys and in Central Idaho through McCall. 
Our mailing address is Christian Living Magazine, P.O. Box 867, Meridian, Idaho, 83680. Or you can email us at christianlivingmag at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and we invite you to join us again next week.